Hello, listeners, and welcome to this new episode of Your B-Side, the podcast that will tell us more today about our guest today, Sharon. Hey, Sharon, welcome to this podcast. Hi, Jeffrey. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So you know how this podcast works, basically. So in a few seconds, you're going to be able to talk about your B-side. So we're going to learn more about you. Uh, but first of all, we're going to hear you about your A-side. So in 30 seconds, we have 30 seconds. Let us know about your company and your role within this company. Thanks, Jeffrey. So my name is Sharon Keegan. I am the founder and chief confidence creator of PeachyLean.com. PeachyLean is an award-winning fitness work company that um, I suppose in a nutshell, what we do is we sell confidence in the form of spandex and nylon. Uh, yeah. We're an inclusive activewear range for women size 6 to 26. And we've always been inclusive from day one. And that really starts where my story really begins. Good. So Pichilin available for shipping all across Europe, the rest of the world as well? Yeah, we actually um, supply the whole world, global. Okay. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Great. Thanks, Sharon. So we're going to switch to your B-side now. I'm going to start with sports. What sports do you practice? What do you, sports do you like watching as well? So it's a funny one, but um, <laughs> what I before I start, like my B-side and, and Jeffrey, when you asked me about my B-side, I really had to actually think about it because yeah. I am so wrapped up like any founder or CEO within their business yeah. that it was quite difficult. I was like, well, what is my B-side actually? So um, because most of my B-side actually is my A-side, if you know, what, if, you can, yeah. if, you, if you can understand, like my, my B-side came from my the problem that I had within my life that I wanted to fix. And now that is, you know, my A side. So it's kind yeah. of like a catch 22, if you know what I mean? So I started, um, I started Olympic weightlifting when I was postnatal okay. depressed. I actually had postnatal depression after okay. my first son, Liam, and I took up Olympic weightlifting. Now ask me why, I cannot tell you why, right? But it was like a metaphor. So lifting this heavy weight yeah. was like a metaphor or, a, you know, metaphorically lifting a heavy weight from my mind. So, yeah. you know, being in that moment with a barbell and being trained how to lift the barbell from the floor over your head in one movement, yeah. you have to be mindful in, in a sense. So it was like my therapy and then it was also that metaphor of lifting the heavy emotional burden of you know weight that i was carrying through the depression yeah interesting yeah interesting this uh, this analogy as you said that you to really transfer this into sport and how many years did it last basically did you do this for yeah, yeah so i i had Liam when i was 2015 i was very okay. late to, to, to motherhood so i was 33 having him um took took up this sport which is like so <laughs> random for like a 33 year old woman with a six-month-old baby to take up but it was just so so good for the mind and I've I've done that ever since so I train every morning 6 a.m okay I, I do another session in the evening but it's more of a cardio-based session so and then I wouldn't be what you would consider or like I suppose for your listeners to look at me as a as a as a woman who trains a lot? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be the natural aesthetic you would, I suppose, um, see. You know, in the gym, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, the gym or the gym life or wellness in the media is always portrayed as this kind of, you know, six pack abs, slim, lean, 
you know, body physique that, you know, really is very, very difficult for men and women to get to. It's a, it's a quite a difficult uh, level of body fat to achieve. And I could never see that. I could never see someone that looked like me <laughs> anyway, um, on the forefront of a wellness campaign or a, you know, a fitness campaign. And, you know, I'm fit and I'm healthy and I'm very strong. So like, you know, I just got a bit peeved off with that. And I think that's how my B side <laughs> became my A side. And that's where PG Lean uh, was okay. born, you know. Good, yeah, no, good balance. I mean, uh, and it, it's uh, each time I have entrepreneurs and and, and founders on on this podcast, it's really exactly what you're saying: balancing the A side and B side. And you need in your B side to either read and practice, have sports and everything to really balance the intensity of what your A side is is bringing you. So, makes a lot of sense. So, what what, what kind of movies uh, do you watch then? What what is the the movie that you can watch and rewatch that gives you yeah this smile and this uh, this joyful moment? I would say. There's a great movie, um, and it gets me every time. It's actually called About Time. Okay. About Time. Now, I don't ask me the director. Um, the, it's it's uh, Brendan Gleeson's son is in it. I don't know his his first name. Um, if you're familiar with Brendan Gleeson, he's an Irish, very very famous Irish actor. Yeah. And his son is the is basically heads up the film, and it's a very cute story about appreciating time and what yeah. what it is like if you had if you had a moment to go back would you go back and what would be the repercussions of going back and changing the course of your life forevermore very very good movie has me in tears every time <laughs> a real tearjerker but i would absolutely recommend it Okay, so about time, so romantic slash time travel movies and feel-good movies overall. Okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, if we switch to TV series, anything that you're currently watching at the moment? I was watching a series, which I, like, we're all doing this back-to-back kind of uh, binge watching, but I was, okay. I spent, I spent the whole of, of a Sunday um, when I was writing to you, Jeffrey, t- uh, watching a, um, a great series on, I think it's Apple. Um, yeah, Apple, and it was called Bad Sisters. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. And just for your listeners, like I'm based in Ireland, so my company's based in Ireland. This this is also based in Ireland, and it's okay. somewhere where I'm actually going for a swim now in about half an hour after I speak to you in the sea in Dublin in the in a place called the Forty Foot. It's 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 actually um, based there, okay. and it is an incredible series. You're yeah, you're in for a treat if you watch it. Okay, so Bad Sisters available, as you said, on Apple TV Plus then. Okay, good. Uh, music, any musician you want to share? Um, I love Roisin Murphy, another Irish, okay. uh, an Irish female artist, quite, quite, quite quirky, very, um, you know, she's like dancey type music. I grew up in the 90s, so like I'm a, I'm a 1982 baby, but I yeah. grew, grew up in the 90s. So my influence in music was always dance, okay. uh, house music, big, big fan of house music. My brother was a producer and DJ. I hung around with DJs and producers all my life. So, you know, my big thing is like, you know, Ibiza and, you know, feel good music. And uh, yeah, I'm a big Glastonbury girl as well. Sounds good. Uh, any reading? Any books that you're currently reading or just finished reading? 
Yeah, I've read I've read a couple of great books, um, entrepreneurial books. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think now of a great entrepreneurial book. There's a couple of really nice ones. I've read a, a, a book recently called Who Moved My Cheese? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to actually get it because it's right in front of me. Just get me get, get you the author of it. Or maybe Who it's Moves not My there. Cheese? Who Love Moved My Cheese? <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's a brilliant book. It was given to me by a great entrepreneur, a man called Louis Copeland, who, who in this country, in Ireland, is a, a great realtor. He's... Yeah. He's, you know, fat, he's into fashion, but men's suits and he designs men's suits. And I was actually walking up Grafton Street in Dublin one day. I was in a bit of a dark place. I just lost my brother. He and I knew each other. He knew a man that was on the street with me and he stopped me and he said to me, read this book. Yeah. And I went home immediately because I respected him so much and read the book. It's a lovely book about um, mindset. It's okay. about mindset. It's about um, 99% of the population and what the 1% of mice do. So okay. there's 99% of mice and there's 1% of mice. And I would absolutely recommend it. You'll probably read it in a day. It's that, it's that uh, riveting. It's a really lovely book. Great. So we're going to put the information of this book as the uh, in the notes of this podcast for, uh, for of this episode, obviously, for our listeners. Sounds good. Great. Um, podcast, speaking of which, so any podcast that you're listening to? Yeah, like I li- listen to podcasts a lot, but this, um, the, the Diary of a CEO is my favorite yeah. one at the moment. I watch, I listen to it most days. Your only uh, negative, I would say, is they're just too long. Like for obviously for people that are, you know, time poor, they're an hour and a half and you kind of have yeah. to split it. You kind of split the, the podcast over a course of three days he you know takes you three days to listen to one episode <laughs> but they're very very good uh very informative um very much about self-care yeah. and you know mindset and you know c-level uh director executive directors types um you know speaking about their journey which we all kind of need a bit of support and help <laughs> around you know they've been there before us so it's nice to learn yeah. from them um, another great podcast and again it's an Irish podcast but again it you know might be good for your listeners it's a story-based podcast a crime one okay it was actually produced by the head of drama for RTE here in Ireland um I can't her name is Jane but I can't think of her second name I apologize but she produced a, a podcast 10 10 episode podcast called The Witness okay and it's about a, a guy who is in wit- witness protection program um, because he was groomed by a milkman okay. from the age of 12. And he was made basically live a life of crime. And it's, it's, the, it's the guy whose name is Joey the Lips, believe it or not. Okay. And he tells the story. It's, it's, it's his true life story. It's true he, story. Okay, that was my question. It's not fictional. Okay, it's true story. Okay. True story, his story, and it's incredible. It grips you from the moment you listen to it. <laughs> uh, it's like you're in the milk truck with him. So I would recommend that one as well. Great, perfect. So great podcast recommendations there. Uh, we're gonna go back in time. Um, so like the the movie that you mentioned about time. Uh, so with you, Sharon, gonna back and go back in time when you were younger and you want to discuss the travels that you've done, especially to New York, Australia, Asia. So yeah, tell us about it. 
Oh God, you know, sometimes I wish I never came back. <laughs> truly honest. Like peace of my soul. You know, you have these people living inside you. You've got your young self, you've got your teenage self, your 20-year-old yeah. self. Like I've just turned 40. And my 20-year-old self is still back in New York City. Yeah. You know, living the life of freedom <laughs> and fun and working as a waitress and just loving life and positivity. So yeah, I had great fun. Um, left Ireland when I was 17, traveled yeah. to New York, stayed there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> had a great time, a really, really <laughs> great time. Uh, went off to Australia, lived there for two years, was in Thailand, um, lived there for six months. Well, stayed there for six months. Um, where else was I? God, what, China. Was it like a leisure trip or also you were working at this time? You were, yeah. Yeah, in a, in New York, I had big dreams of taking over the USA, which, you yeah. know what, you just never know. <laughs> I will be back. I've never been to Canada, sure. but I, I, I need to get to Canada. But I've, I've, I, I do have a love affair with the US. Yeah. Now, that's the US that I knew when I was in my 20s. Yeah. I don't want to be negative ever because I'm quite a positive person. But what I see lately in the US, I'm not too sure if I would want to be there yeah. so that's just a you know that's that could be media propaganda but you know it's what we're seeing and what we're and what we're kind of a, we're exposed to it's just not very nice at the moment um but she's still there that 20 year old self she's still <laughs> you know hanging around mclean avenue in the bronx where i used to live up on the four train up through manhattan and yeah. um, mclean avenues i don't know if you if you know new york but it's a very Irish there's a lot of Irish yeah. uh, you know expats Community, there yeah. yeah so I live I will I were I lived on McLean Avenue and I worked um in a place called the Rambling House which was an okay. Irish bar and Rory Rory Dolan's which is obviously another Irish bar <laughs> and yeah it was just great fun I just loved every bit of it but what I loved about America was obviously the positivity and the community aspect that yeah. that I experienced when I was there it was really strong um not and it wasn't you know it wasn't as strong here in Ireland but um I don't know if it's still the same now with what's going on politically yeah. over there it seems to be pretty split and yes, as you said, who knows, you still have time, obviously, a lot, a lot of years ahead of you. So maybe New York, be back in New York one day. So yeah, that could be part of your to-do list. For the yeah, well, it's, you know, it's my North Star, Jeffrey. Like I, I, yeah. my, nor my North Star would be to get back to the US yeah. with Peachy Lean, which I think is a, a product primed for the US. Um, yeah. because it's so inclusive and it's all about you know mindset and self-care um, and yeah maybe someday you never know <laughs> <laughs> sounds good uh, we're gonna go back in time again uh, to talk about a moment of your life uh, you mentioned it earlier in the episode uh, that basically had an impact on your life uh, you wanted to talk about I think your brother's death right mm. yeah like I think look death is such a it's a tough thing it's a tough thing to talk about, yeah. firstly, but it's also a tough thing to go through. But it's very, it can be, I won't say that the word is not right to say positive, but it can be certainly life-changing yeah. um, impactful to the point of, you know, people say they get awakened in life, you know, yeah. they have an awakening, you know. And that was certainly a time in my life where I was awakened um, to the, to the, the fact that, 
you know, death is real, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's it's yeah. real to everyone. It's the it's the one thing that we all have in common is that we live and then we die. And we talk about life so much. Everyone talks mm. about life, but no one ever talks about death. And I just find yeah. that incredibly um I don't know, like not I don't I don't 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 know the word for it to give it kind of um a word, but it's just it's peculiar to me that people don't talk, talk about death. Anyway, my brother passed in, in March of 2020. Okay. And um, it's actually was just his anniversary just gone. So three years anniversary just passed. And actually today is another anniversary of his friends, which is two years today, two years gone as well. And look, like losing someone so significant in your life, your brother, your flesh and blood, someone you grew yeah. up with your whole life and someone who you have so many memories with, it's like losing your right arm. It's like losing yeah. part of your limb, part of your soul. But what it does teach you is how to live, you yeah. know, and how to live in every day and every moment and to not be worrying about the really stupid, silly things that yeah. haven't happened yet in the future or, you know, the ridiculous kind of hamster wheel of torture we put ourselves on about the past. Yeah. Because none of it matters. Like, you, everything in life is borrowed. We we don't own any of it. It's, it's given to us for a short space of time. And then we pass to another world, wherever that is. And, you know, everything else is gone. It doesn't matter. So, like, you know, I would have lived my life never very materialistic, but very in a very stressful mindset. I have to do this, I have to scale the company, have to reach this number, have to do this, you know, boom, 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 boom. And actually when a big moment in, li in like that happened in life, it made me realize actually, no, I don't have to do anything. I just have to have a really good day today and make sure that my kids are happy. I'm happy. I breathe. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't kill anybody. <laughs> I keep my kids alive. <laughs> you know, I put bread and food on the table and, you know, the simplest things make me happy now. So less pressure on the future, more enjoying the, the, the moment, the present, right? So seeing, realizing what you have today and how, how you can be happy with what you have. And yes, you want to do some plans. You want to do have some projects, obviously, in your life. But yeah, putting less pressure on, on, on what you should achieve uh, in the later, which basically takes us to to So thanks a lot, Sharon, for sharing this moment, obviously, and which takes us to the next segment, which is... We, you talk about your A side, taking a lot of your time, and obviously the the B side, balancing basically this A side. Uh, what kind of projects do you have for the for the upcoming years? We we just talked about yes, not planning, not putting too much forecast in the future. But you mentioned New York, you mentioned obviously a pitchilin in the US, um, mm -hmm. yeah, with the New York office opening maybe <laughs> sometime <laughs> soon. What what do you have in terms of projects for the upcoming years? What do you what do you foresee basically? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you are, we're mentioning this and I truly believe in manifesting your life, but I do truly want to um, get over to the US, to, to the States. Yeah. So at the moment, we're making plans for that. In September, we're meeting a couple of people. We're obviously okay. joined up, up in, New York, in New York and Boston Network. So we're, get, we're actually making moves to just, just kind of mix in them circles. So if any of your listeners... Yeah have Irish heritage, are in the <laughs> business network in either, you know, any state really in the US, yeah. Canada, kind of that state side, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. We would love to come and, you know, just network really and see how we could do business there. Um, we have a huge story to tell. We truly are in the business of 
confidence. Um, yeah. It came from a really, really truthful place. And it ac- we actually are changing women's lives for the better. So we do feel that that is something that the US and that area <laughs> needs right now. A little bit of love and support um, and self-love in particular. So, yeah, that is a plan. Um, what else is for us? I eventually want to um, work less. Yeah, <laughs> <That's good>. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, being even on this podcast, I had to think about it. I was like, I actually, my life is my work, and I love yeah. it. Like, isn't that such a privilege? Yeah, to love what you do. Like, oh yeah. my god, what a privilege! I'm very privileged. I shouldn't be complaining at all. But um, yeah, work less and be be more present with my family and my children. So, and I think you talked about also buying a summer house somewhere in thousands. Southern Europe. <laughs> yeah. That's also a project. <laughs> yeah, that is a project. And that's that's my manifest dream. I was with an investor recently because we were raising funds and they said, what is the dream? And I said, my dream is somewhere in Europe. Like, obviously, I, I've always wanted to beat it, but the house prices are just way too expensive right now. But let's say I beat yeah. it. But it's, it's I see myself with my coffee in the morning, the birds singing, the water. I can see water. I can see my kids playing in the water. That's obviously yeah. my, my pool. <laughs> and yeah, it's my summer house. And I see that, like I visualize it. I see it. It will happen, you know, when I don't know, hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice city. Great. Sounds like a great, great project, great plan. And to finish the episode, uh, Sharon, as you know, uh, we you're going to share an anecdote about about you that uh, maybe just a few people know about you. What what would that be? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, what is, uh, well, I've always wanted to be a TV presenter, okay. always, like my whole life. I grew up, always wanted to be on TV. And you know what the most ironic thing about that is? So <laughs> I never got to be on TV. Well, I did. I, I was, I, I was on the Dragon's Den in, yeah. in, 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 in the UK, BBC One. And that was my moment. But <laughs> what I thought would be manifest into a tv presenter i actually do in my a side and my b side every day because we now have instagram we now have live selling we now have you know our own streaming where we can be our own tv presenters so in a way in a way i I got (laughs) the dream It's perfect. So yeah, all everybody can watch you and see you on TV between quotes uh, through Pitchilane and all your social media accounts as well. So yeah, thanks a lot, Sharon. That was very great to have you on this episode today. And uh, for all of our listeners, obviously, let's uh, see each other next week for a new episode and new guests on this podcast. So thanks again, Sharon. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye bye.